are you, officers? What can I do you for? Well, look at this. Power windows, power seats. I'll bet you the thing costs six grand, man. Uh, yes, and it has a roof, but it's hidden. Hey, what kind of work do you do? An individual of your particular ethnic persuasion? Mmm. Maybe he's a noted athlete. Mmm. Yes. Uh, starting forward for the Detroit Darkies. Where'd you get the car? And the suit. I stole them both. A uh, car from your wife, suit from your grandmother. Hey, what do we have here? Concealed weapon? Hey, it's his grandmother's suit. Hey, what's this? Probably drugs. Listen, I have rights, and I demand to see my lawyer before you press that small button on the side firmly. Press it. That gentleman is a standard issue neuralizer, but you're not gonna remember that. And just because you see a black man driving in a nice car does not mean it's stolen. I stole that one, but not because I'm black. I'm gonna be done with the car in a minute. Just find it and take it back to the jerk at the Roosevelt Hotel. All right, and welcome back to San Diego Podcast. And what you just heard was a movie clip from Men in Black, the third movie, with uh, Will Smith, you know, Agent J, uh, talking about how, you know, the neuralizer is a big part of their company. Now, the neuralizer is a very interesting piece of hardware that we would all love to have so we don't remember anything anymore. It's really interesting because you can just go so far back and take everything away from them. But there's a lot of key areas that this neuralizer hits, and we're going to start off with David talking about how it hits the suppression. So my idea with the suppression is that when someone is using the neuralizer on somebody, it's a conscious, a conscious and a deliberate attempt to make them not think about that memory or to suppress that memory so they would never access that memory again. Uh, but the neuralizer works in a very more elaborate way on... Uh, memory scale by using encoding and uh, retrieval but it does involve some suppression with it as a person is deliberately trying to make someone forget a memory true but there's a lot of paradoxes with that David there I mean, is because suppression in the grander sense is when a person does it to themselves and they try to think about a different memory while this one is uh, being, being, like being forced onto, onto them yeah yeah, but uh, I mean, still, it would be nice to have that. I would like to suppress a few things, you know, like you know. I'm having, sure we all have some memories that we don't want to remember. Like or that, uh, like that already. first English 101 essay was pretty bad. Eesh. I gotta say, very bad. It was very bad. But uh, Miguel's got something on the retrieval part. Yeah, and basically, my way of interpreting it is this machine. It takes your memories. You can encode them but you can't retrieve them. So your memories are stored in your brain, but you can't access those memories. And there's another machine that undoes that, so you can't access it. So that would make sense. So what do you call that, the re-neuralizer? I mean, yeah, basically that machine. Yeah. So what you're saying is that the neuralizer takes any cues that you would have towards these memories to help you remember them, and takes those cues and basically blocks them, or would you say it erases them? I would say it blocks them. Blocks them because the re-neuralizer you, you still went through that, yeah. through, it, like, sure. through your body. You just don't know. You just can't access it through your brain. True, but what's the real question here is, guys, how do sunglasses protect you from this? I feel like maybe it has something to do with the light. 
I mean, like, they, they deal with aliens. I don't want to get into that like, whole They got to put on these let's, nice, cool shades to not be neuralized. Let's talk about the neuralizer for a second, though. <laughs> not sunglasses. That's not what we're here for. <laughs> but there's... But... In the first sense of it, the neuralizer really attacks the encoding of our memory, which, Raiden, I think you have something on that, correct? An encoding failure is the inability to recall specific information because of the insufficient encoding of information, and that's what the neuralizer does. It blocks the blocks the memory from being back being come back up from the from your brain. Okay, so what you're saying is that the neuralizer directly attacks uh, the part of our brains that encodes our memories into it, meaning that any cues or uh, hints that our memory would have to like help us remember these Yeah, so we won't be able to bring it back up. The neuralizer basically just shuts down automatically. Yeah. Now gotcha. my question is, my, my real question here is, well, in order to get one, would you have to be like, like how it is with a taser? You gotta get tased before you get the taser. You have to be neuralized before you get the neuralizer. But then you wouldn't realize what you're going to go get. You forget what you're gonna go get. Yeah, but like, it, they tell you what you're gonna go get. I just wonder if it's just kind of that thing, you know? Because I mean, some people want to get tasers, but they don't want to get tased, so they don't get the taser. I mean, Jay wasn't neuralized before. That is true. He just went in, but actually, he was. That's actually false. In the movie, in the very first minute back movie, he was neuralized. I believe, and I think everybody else that was with him got neuralized, so they had no memory of it, but I believe he was neuralized at one point. He was neuralized as a kid when he saw his father die. Very true, in the third movie. That is correct. With good old Boris and Kay and all of them. Young Kay. What a guy. Well, I mean, here's another question, though. Like, if this was a mainstream item in the market, how much would you sell it for? You're asking how much something... That could erase your memory with. Well, I mean, just It'd probably be pretty expensive. I'm assuming it would too, and I'm pretty sure it would probably be restricted I would a, to. I would government. assume that the government would take yeah. it from us. Because it's probably we could, we could use it for really bad things. Yeah, it's probably already in existence. It's probably the Area 51. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. The neuralizer is a fine piece of technology that first targets the encoding process of our memory, which it then shuts down all cues, makes us forget all the cues that we could take from our retrieval process so we cannot remember any of the memories that they have blocked for us which is their own deliberate form of suppression on us true true so and it can affect either it can affect both the long-term long-term memory and the short-term memory yes they do have uh dials where you can sit go all the way back to years and all the way back to whatever days or you can just do it right then and there Mm -hmm. true very true well, I guess that's about it on the neuralizer. Um, if you ever had the chance to use one, guys, what would the first thing you would use it on be for? Probably something like a teacher. <laughs> to get a better grade? Just be like, no matter just, what like, happens, like, I get 100 on everything in this class. <laughs> or just try to get rid of, like, maybe trying to not take a test or something like that. They already took the testing out of 100. Yeah. Or you just say, yeah, you just do that too. Very true. Well, once again, guys, thank you for tuning in, and thank you, Mr. Beckman, for sitting very quietly and letting us do this. It's what I do. <laughs> it's what he does. And we'll see you guys next week on Saturday So Podcast.